Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. We're going to start off in normal fashion. And normal fashion is this. We're going to come out with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture is coming out of Psalms 23 and 3. And it says, he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Every time that you feel like you are wore out, every time that you feel like you need to just get a, a, a fresh wind, go to God because he will guide you to rest. Uh, he will guide you to be able to be replenished from what you have lost, what you felt like you've been just taken from. Go to God and let him restore you. Let him replenish your energy. Let him replenish your joy. Let him replenish your peace. Because during the week and during the day, we lose so much of us trying to stay in the routine. So you got to refill, pull over, stop, and refill with God. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you for today. God, we just ask you to just be in the room, God. God, let everybody under the sound of our voice be able to get a new revelation today, to be able to get something from this interview today that could be able to help them, to help them get closer to you, God. God, let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and even touch the person with the hardest heart so they can say, what can I do to be saved? Bless everybody under the sound of my voice, listening now or later on that they can really know who you are. Let them be able to see what their purpose is in you, God. God, we just ask you to enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio. We ask you to bring us to new airwaves, new audiences, new countries, new cities. Let us be that pillar of light to show the world about you, God. God, enter the room. Let you be in here. And none of us, so that somebody can get something from this. I say that again, so somebody can get something from this, God. Thank you, God, for everything. Thank you, God, for being who you are. Thank you, God, for covering us. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Clubhouse. No Snapchat. Don't have that. Felt like that was stalker check. I feel like everybody that goes on Snapchat, they just stalk other people. It doesn't, it's not really social. So I took that off. But you can follow me on all those social media platforms at Anointed Jaylon. And you can get all of my music on all digital music stores. Um, and that's Jesus, You Make Me Happy, My Team Reps, Jesus, um, Renew My Praise, Wake Up, Bless, and Slip Away, all on music digital streaming platforms. And if you have not, I'm asking you and I challenge you today, make sure you share, like, subscribe. I want you to make sure you share this with your family, your friends, your groups, your communities, um, and be able to tell somebody about Anointed Radio because Anointed Radio is here for you. Amen. And I want you to go out and download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour uninterrupted gospel Christian hip-hop Hillsong Music 
to fill your soul. When you're going through and you don't know, you could just get the app, turn it on. I have some new people and new audiences. So shout out to Canada. Shout out to the UK that just added. I was watching the board last night. We have a lot of Canada um, people listening to Anointed Radio. So shout outs to you guys. We had New York. We have the UK as new listeners that's listening all the time. They competing with Vegas. Vegas, y'all need to step your game up because the East Coast is listening to Anointed Radio. So I'm just saying, put that out there to y'all. But we are coming up on our sixth year in the business of being in radio. And it's been a long six years to be able to develop, to grow, and to become what you see every day. And we appreciate our audience. We appreciate all of our previous guests. Um, and I want to tell you today, and this is just a special announcement, we will be going to television on that day, November 5th. Next month, we will be going to Roku Television, where you could get the Roku remote and just put in Anointed Radio Network, and you'll be able to see previous shows. You're going to see Christian uh, plays. You'll see Christian TV shows and Christian movies. It'll be a very great platform. And if you are a film writer, if you are a playwriter that does faith-based content, let us know. Email us at LV Anointed Radio. We want to showcase your talent and your content. And if you have a radio show that you want to put on TV, hit us up too. Um, email us at LV Anointed Radio Network at gmail.com. So those are all the announcements. We have um, my church anniversary, Freedom Church of Las Vegas is having our anniversary this this Sunday at, uh, ooh, I'm going to say it wrong time, 9.30. At 9.30, we'll be having our church anniversary. If you can come down here in Las Vegas, make sure you check out Freedom Church of Las Vegas. I think 4160 Rancho um, Drive. I might be saying it wrong, but make sure you just check out Freedom Church of Las Vegas under the senior pastor, Pastor Russell Bowman. Amen. And the second event that we have coming up is the Veterans Day event, November 11th at the same church, Freedom Church of Las Vegas. They'll be having a whole presentation for the veterans. It's a it's a gospel concert. It'll be a lot of great things. If you're in town, come check it out. I'll even be performing as well. So make sure you come on out, support Las Vegas. And if you have any updates, events, anything like that, Reach out to Anointed Radio. Let us know. We'll put it on our calendar. If you haven't checked our website, our website has all the calendars of interviews and events and, and things coming up. Check it out. Let us know. But with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and bring up my co-host. We've got the lovely Miss Brittany Marley. We have the greatest sports analyst in town, Miss Boss Barbie. <laughs> go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. What's up, everybody? You can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley. And every Tuesday, 7 p.m. EST um, for Testimony Tuesday at Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly.blogspot.com. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. I feel like I just said a lot of Tuesdays, but go ahead. <laughs> 
What's up, everybody? This your girl, Boss Barbie. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Barbie underscore underscore world. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Boss underscore underscore Barbie. Uh, make sure y'all follow my ch- uh, business pages uh, at Twitter. On Twitter, it's check underscore rock. And on Instagram, it is check dot rock. We have a lot of stuff to fill you guys in on, on for Mental Health Awareness Month and just in general. So make sure you guys check us out. Mental Health Awareness Month is, a, I want to say, a very impactful month because so many people deal with things um, that we don't know. And last year we really dedicated, I think I'm going to do it again. And we're going to dedicate a few shows without interviews to talk about mental health um, and how to handle situations, give certain tools. We're, we're definitely not a psychiatrist. We're not a doctor, none of those things, but just be able to give a testimony of like, I did this and it helped me. So ho- hopefully it could help you, things like that. So um, one thing I, I encourage you in this season, because, you know, Mariah Carey is defrosting. We're about to hear her for the next two months. Mm-hmm. So while she's defrosting, I want everybody to get ready to go check on your family and friends, because this is the most detrimental time is the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um A lot of people go through things. You don't know that a lot of people actually have those anniversaries for the people that they've lost during these times. And it's real hard. And they might look on their face like, oh, I'm not bothered. You don't know what people deal at nighttime. So I I say, I I tell you right now, pray for your friends and your family. Be there for them. Be that support. If you if don't judge them, don't tell them what they should do. Just listen. There's a time to speak. And there's a time to be quiet. And a lot of times in these situations, a friend is a person that is there for somebody, not to tell them what to do. There's a difference. I don't know why that had to be put out there, but I had to put that disclaimer out there because a lot of times we don't know how to handle situations. We try to dictate people's lives and then it handles totally wrong. So check on somebody. Holiday season coming. Thanksgiving coming. Cooking good. Christmas coming. Y'all credit cards going to be maxed out. All that stuff. Prepare, 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 save. And Kwanzaa, Harambe. I'm a Kwanzaa person. Mm. Harambe. Ain't nothing wrong with Kwanzaa. Amen. So with that being said, we're going to introduce our guests. We're going to do a little things different today. Um, while you're share, liking, and commenting, and, and, and showing the love, we're going to um, bring up Mr. Will Dimps, everybody. Mr. Will. What's up, everybody? What's up? How y'all doing? Doing well. Where can everybody find you? You can find me on uh, my website. Let's go to the website because it has all of my social media, all the upcoming dates, all the good stuff. It's simply williamdemps.com, www.williamdemps, and the last name is spelled D-E-M-P-S. I believe it's on your screen, so that should make it a little easier. Just my name. Amen. So let's just dig deep into the interview. Let's just go. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. So, all right. What was your first spark into singing? Wow, I started as a kid in church. Uh, both of my uh, my parents, well, I'll say it like this: both of my grandparents are pastors, and uh, and then my parents became pastors at I think when I was around eleven or twelve, and so. So even before they start pastoring, it was uh, baby pageants, singing at, at the age of two, 
I don't know if any of y'all remember that, but growing up in, in the church that I grew up in, it was, I grew up in Kojic. And so there was all kind of fundraisers and all kind of social events for the kids. And that was one of the things that I first remember is singing at a baby pageant. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was my start. And then growing up, getting a little older, singing in the junior choir. And then by the time I got to like middle school uh, to junior high school, I start writing my own music because by that time, mom and dad had started their church. So I had to start playing the keys. My brother was playing the drums. Another brother was playing the bass. So we're creating music. Uh, and my dad was all also a music enthusiast. So he always had us practicing and there was always a studio in our uh, our house. So we were always, you know, sharpening our skills. So by the time high school hit, I was forming a group and all kind of stuff. And then uh, by the time I graduated, I had my own group and we were singing around town, opening up for all the acts that would come into the city. So that was my start into music and it just grew from there. Yeah. So I have to ask this. Oh, go ahead, Miss Brittany. Oh, I was just gonna say. So, in yeah. the beginning, when you got mm -hmm. a little bit older, did you feel yeah. kind of forced into it, or did you enjoy it the entire way through? Listen, I actually enjoyed it the whole time. Uh, the whole time that you know I, I did it. You know, I think what it was is you know my parents love God and they made church fun, so there was always something for us as kids and young people to do. So we were ready to see, you know, we had family that went to our church and then we also had, you know, friends that we made at the church. So every time it was time to go to church, we were pumped about it, you know, because we were going to be doing something fun, uh, you know, seeing something fun. You know, we were, we, we were just real church babies. And so it just made it an easy transition as I went from my childhood into my adulthood. And the other side of it was because they live a life that they talked about and that you know, that I saw at church, it made it easier for me to really follow those examples because I saw it work in their lives. So yeah, it was, it was all joy. Yeah. That's okay. different. Yeah. Different. It's like a different yeah. life, different response. Some people feel forced, some people, yeah. just, you know, but yeah. That's yeah. Different. She said, I wasn't expecting that. No, I do hear that a lot because, you know, as a PK, you know, there's we deal with a lot. So I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot. So it hasn't been perfect in that regard. But as far as my love for God, my love for the things of God, I think it just made it easy because they they taught me to love God. They made the experience of living for God. It wasn't, you know, I've heard of other folks, uh, parents saying, you can't go to the dances, you can't do this. We were always free to experience certain things within reason because they knew that we needed to be able to have a freedom to be able to enact the stuff that we were taught. You know what I'm saying? So if if, if being saved uh, pretty much puts you in a plastic bag and you can't touch nothing in life, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but what they taught us was was to take the tools, the principles, everything that they, they taught us and live it out in, in, in a public way. You know, you have to have a public theology. And so that we didn't know, I didn't know it like that, but that's what they taught us to do. So we went to the dances, we had a good time, but we did it in a very wholesome, God-fearing way. And it uh, created a very rounded, uh, you know, experience with God and with the people that I was uh, growing up with and learning about. Yeah, so. That's the difference. That's yeah. The difference. It was a yeah. balance. I like that. Gotta have balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to ask this because you talked about songwriting, and I love when people talk about songwriting because I want to pick Come them on. up. All what right. What was your first song you wrote? Oh my gosh. I think I, I can't remember the actual 
lyrics, but I remember I was writing the song for my god sister. So at the time, my god sister, she was doing a lot of the singing. I I, I knew I could sing, but I was very timid and I was sort of, you know, like not believing in myself as much as I should have. And so I remember us sort of vibing together and it coming together. And I was like, okay, we, we did a little something, okay? It's, it's not, it sounds like, it, you know, it sounds uh, pretty decent. And I remember sharing it with my dad and he was like, okay, that's all right. And he, he, he gave me the nod. He was like, well, but keep writing, you know, keep working at it because this, it, it was all right, but it ain't the best that, that you're going to be able to do. So yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Okay, because mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have writer block when it comes down to writing music, mm. especially okay. Um, okay. you, you, you kind of led straight into that, and it's perfect. Okay. A lot of people are mm -hmm. able to write for others, but yep. have a problem writing mm -hmm. for themselves. <laughs> That's mm. That's his okay, so 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 I love this I love this conversation because I just had this conversation. Um, I was just in Nashville at the Dove Awards, and I ran into one of my my buddies um, by the name of Vincent Dart. And if y'all know anything about choir music, he's one of the new um, uh, choir masters uh, based out of Memphis. No, based out of Nashville. And so we were talking about just as writers, sometimes uh, you have to live to have something to say, and sometimes as a writer we we uh feel like we're having writer's block because we don't want to be honest about our experiences and we feel pigeonholed into saying things that people want to hear instead of what god is allowing us to experience um there's two parts of it for me i had to learn how to write regardless because one of my goals was god i want to be relevant not only in your house but i want to be able to write uh, in the marketplace so i've written for other genres and so when, when you look at it from that that lens you have to be ready and you have to study your craft you have to know your craft and you got to be able to uh pull on not only your experiences but other people other people's experiences but to your point as far as having that writer block i think sometimes that comes from either us not being honest with our experience or us not living enough to give ourselves space to have something new to say so that's my perspective on it. Mm -hmm. The fear of being mm -hmm. honest. That is, that is true. That is mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, with this, this new project that I'm working on, um, it has been a little uh, intimidating because some of the things, some of the lessons that I've learned during COVID, some of the lessons that I've learned in this transitional period where it's here, but it's not here. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, all of, all of the lessons that I've been learning, some of the subject matters, that have been coming to me and things that I want to talk about sometimes have been controversial, but I understand that if God is allowing me to experience, there's somebody out there that is experiencing maybe the same feelings, the same thing, and they need to be affirmed in their experience with God. You know, theology is all about how God, uh, uh, how, how God sees black people or how God sees women or how God sees this or how God sees that. And so, when we talk about our experience uh, in life, we're talking about our experience with God. So it's important that we share it because I believe that God is still speaking, right? So, you know, if, if, if he be the God that we talk about him being, that means you cannot encapsulate him in one book. Come on, somebody. So he's still moving. He's still, he's still uh, teaching us. He's still revealing himself. So if we don't say what we're experiencing with him, somebody is going to miss him. Somebody's going to think that they're crazy and that, you know, they're just so far off from his will when he, He's actually showing up in our lives and he's speaking to us and he's moving through us. So it's important that we 
we, we share what, what's going on in our hearts and our minds and in our journey, because every message is not supposed to be a solution. Sometimes, like you said earlier, people need presence to, to know that they're not alone. Yeah. As a as a PK kid, you know, talk about some of those things that you had, those controversial Woo! experiences that you had. You, wow. You know, um, I think about uh, my little brother. So my little brother uh, had a kid early um, and I think he was maybe I think he was maybe uh, maybe somewhere between 17 and 18 at the time. So he's almost grown, but his kid was with somebody that was older, probably like 15 years older. And I remember uh, the judgment and the people trying to come at him. And then it wasn't them just coming at him, but I had people trying to check me and get in my business. Like what you got going on? You know what I'm saying? Whereas there are other people that had their experiences. Uh, they they weren't perfect, but we were judged for it. We, we were like, you know, reprimanded. We were expected to be perfect. Um, not only that, but I saw um, some sometimes a duality of us as Christians and, and how, how, you know, we can do certain things and, it, and it's, it's not what it is if I do it, but if you do it, it's, a whole, it's on a whole nother level. And uh, so the grace, um, forgiveness, you know, because we talk about all this stuff and then we talk about having faith uh, and, and, and as it relates to having faith is uh, what I would like to say is a lot of times as God is revealing himself to us in our lives uh, I, and I'll use my life. So uh, I just hit 40 years old, y'all. Uh, it came quick. Um, but as a 40 year old, ch check this out. But as a 40 year old man in my journey and what my dad's life looked like at 40, it's two different things. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes, um, you know, the judgment that comes from going a different path than maybe some people that you admire or that, you know, that you've seen before you and being able to just, you know, own, own your journey and, 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 and not let people pigeonhole you into what, they want your experience to your experience in life to be. And that that was a big thing for me is, is uh, you know, because I, I, I pastor, I, I'm a business owner, I'm an artist, I do a lot of different things. And so other people wanted to put their rubric or their standard on my life instead of me being instead of allowing me to just do what God was allowing my journey to be. And so it's just it's it's, it's layered. But I hope you all understand what I'm where I'm coming from. You know, you just have to um, you have to walk your journey, be confident in it and let, let God do the, you know, the fixing up, because folks will have you running here and there trying to please them. And they ain't asking you for no permission to live their life. Come on, somebody. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit about that. That, so, huh? Let's get uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm churchy, y'all. I'm churchy. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about your new project. Your new Come single. On. Man, mm -hmm. break it down to us. Um, um, what inspired your new project? And kind of uh, like, what's, what's the message you want to get from your new single? Well, check this out. So the new single um, was birthed in literally in the heart of the pandemic. Um, and I got a chance to create this song with one of my music heroes, Eric Dawkins of Dawkins and Dawkins, uh, an amazing artist, amazing writer. He's worked with uh, just everybody on the on gospel and secular side. And it just is highly respected. And so we got got a chance to get together and um it was a difficult moment because so much was going on. It was a lot of people passing, a lot of people just scared, fearful. And um, uh, my label gave us this track. And this track just sound like, let's have a good time. Let's party. Everything is just going to you know, come together and be all right. And, and 
we were a little perplexed, like, God, you know, how should we attack this? Because we're really going through a lot right now. And we went rounds and rounds, messing with different melodies, messing with different, you know, subject matters. And what we kept on landing on is the reality that we've been through storms before in our lives. And that even though it was rough, even though it was uncertain, somehow God always made it all right. And so we landed on the subject of all right. And so the single is entitled all right. And it's uh, entitled that because what I learned is God creates grace for your journey. And so, you know, it's a party song. It's, it's an uplifting song. It's, it's talking about how hope and joy is contagious. The first verse says something's in the air. Can't you feel it? It's spreading and it's taking over me. I can't explain this feeling, but I like it. Got me dancing in the middle of the street. And it just talks about how when you have hope on the inside and not just hope, but the spirit of God operating, the word of God, the assurance of God operating in you, you can be going through hell in your life and still be producing what God said to produce because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So that's how it was birthed. And um, it's been blessing so many people. We just got a report a couple of weeks ago. We hit number one on the Christian charts and number three on the gospel uh, song sales charts. And so it's just been an amazing ride. And it's been awesome because it's been introducing me to amazing folks like y'all. Hey. Come on. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. It's all right. Uh Huh? That made you go there goes again. Yeah. Go ahead, Miss Brittany. Now I was just gonna say, um, you have dropped so many gems, and we like only twenty minutes in or whatever. Come on, <laughs> um, yeah. Things that are sticking out to me that I just want to point out is you talking about forgiveness and grace. But the one thing, if God yeah. is who we say He is, like that's just a prayer in within itself because you know so many things come against you but it's like but god yeah if you, are, if you be who i know you to be if you be come who on. I teach about you to other people then it's almost yep. like you have to believe that for yourself and that's sometimes right i have to remind myself of that because i can admit that i could i could go in all day tell y'all about god all day and and tell you what he's done for me and yes. then in the next hour mm-hmm. be like Lord, where are you? <laughs> it's like, Come on. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you have to like regulate and renew your mind and check your heart. Like he just had me this morning check my perspective of him. Um, yeah. And how I knew wow. him because he was like, you know, for a fact, there's not an evil thing. There's nothing evil about me. So whatever I allow, whatever um, you feel or whatever it is. You mm-hmm. know that it's for your good. You know that I am good. And so wow. it was in a very gentle way. He could have snatched me now. He could have snatched mm. me. <laughs> but it was like a very gentle, come on, you know who I am type of way. So, yeah. Wow. That's that's powerful. And it reminds me of the scripture that says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of, the, of things not seen. Like you said, it's easy for us to encourage other people. And it's easy for us to talk about what has happened it's difficult when your feet are in the storm when you're in the storm and and you're literally you know seeing how much your faith can withstand because faith is literally the action of standing under something heavy and still choosing to uphold i believe god (laughs) you know what i'm saying uh and it's powerful because um when we get in that posture of allowing our faith 
to be sustained, even though we're going through transitions, even though we're going through loss, even though we're going through uncertainty, there's something so beautiful that's birthed out of that, you know, um, that we're able to really share. And it's nothing like sharing something with somebody from a place of experience, which is ultimately wisdom. We don't gain wisdom unless we are able to have an experience with God. And you don't really have an experience with God that is life shifting until it's out of your hands and it's mm -hmm. under his feet. And I'm going to say that again, what's over our head, check this out, is always under the feet of God. So that means if, if it's over my head, it's still uh, under his feet because he is he is sovereign. He is able. And so I have to trust that if it's if it's over my head, it's still under his feet and he will handle it. And, I, and it, it got to be more than a song. It got to be more than a sermon. It has to be now that I believe it. Yeah. All right, huh? Come on, huh? <laughs> come on, somebody. Let me have to come on somebody to it, huh? So, yes. Um, one thing I would want you to leave off because we have every, there's a time restriction, so let's go ahead and speed this up a little bit. Yes, um, sir. What is something that you would say to an upcoming artist, independent? Um, mm -hmm. or just a young artist just trying to get into the industry and yeah. uh, and really trying to figure this thing out what would you wow. what would you say to encourage them um so that they don't hit the same the same walls and the same bumps that you did wow uh it's it's about three things i would say the first thing is um make sure that you're called to it you know that's the first thing um how do how do you know that you're called to it one of my friends says you know that something is your purpose when you can resurrect it. So for instance, uh, one of the businesses that I own, I own a salon. So if if some, if a brother or a sister needs something tightened up on their hair, they want to look good and they come to me looking crazy, I can take them from looking crazy to, to, to GQ or needing to be on uh, the front of Vanity Fair, whatever uh, magazine there is, I can make you look how you need to look and people will be turning their heads because I have purpose in that there. I'm anointed for it. And so the same thing goes for artistry and writing or whatever. Make sure that you are nature for that which you are going after. Because if you're not, you're fighting a losing battle. So that's one thing. The next thing I would say is you have to get prepared for the no. And you have to be able to accept the no so you can get to the yes. What that means is uh, I went through several seasons in my journey where it kept on being no. So I knew that I was anointed. I knew that God had called me. I knew that I was chosen, but the doors that I kept on knocking on were the wrong doors. And I had to continue to show up with a good attitude. I had to be uh, consistently faithful in the things that God had already released to my watch, whether it be praise and worship or leading the choir or, or singing a solo at my, my local church, or whether it was some obscure um, uh, task that God had entrusted to me through my leaders at my church. I had to be faithful in that, uh, even in times where I thought I was ready and it just didn't work out. So I had to accept the no. So when the yeses came, my character was together. I was sharpened enough so I wouldn't get on the stage and embarrass myself and embarrass my leaders and the people that had been sewing into me because I had been under leadership. I had been sharpening my stuff at home. It's almost like the David and Goliath thing. He had been already doing his stuff with the bear. So when Goliath came, it was nothing because he knew how to work his stuff because he had been spending time on the backside of the mountain where God had placed him. You know what I'm saying? So that's another aspect of what I would say 
people need to be uh, prepared for. And then um, another aspect would be, um, uh, and, and this is, pro I probably should have made this number two, but understanding your why. So why are you doing what you're doing? Because if you don't understand your why, uh, anybody, you, I, I'll say it like this, you'll be chasing shadows, right? So you think you're, you're, you're supposed to be doing this and then somebody will say, well, well, why don't you do that? And you'll try to do that and you'll be trying to be over here and over there and, and everywhere instead of being in the vein that God has created you for. So it's understanding purpose, understanding your why, and also being able to take a no so you can be prepared for the real yes, which is the real door that God has prepared for you. There you go. Preach, preach up. <laughs> a word. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Amen. Well, ain't much more you can say. Go ahead and tell <laughs> um, Tell everybody where they could get the single, the name of the all single, right. when is it dropping, all that good jazz. Yo, it's your boy, William Nish, one more time. And you can get my brand new single, All Right, at on all digital platforms. That's iTunes. That's Apple. Uh, you can watch my, my video right now. And I'm really excited about that because we're getting close to 400,000 views of the All Right video. It's right. Uh, it's available right now on YouTube. Um, and uh, y'all hit up my website. All of my social media outlets are on there again, and my upcoming dates are there. But go and get the single right now on Apple Music, uh, uh, Tysdale, all of the online distributors. It's available right now. Right Amen. Now. Make sure you go out there and follow. <laughs> Make sure you go to his website. Make sure you download the app. Yeah. You have an app, right? Uh, do I have an app? I don't have an app yet. I got to get an app. It. See, I'm speaking Hell. into existence. Amen. Listen, I receive Amen. it. Come on. <laughs> so make sure you go and follow him, download the single, do all that that you yeah. just heard and yes, go sir. support him and his ministry. Because he just spoken to you. You listened. You received it. Now go sow into him. Amen. That's Come real on. Baptist of me to say that. But I just want people to go out there and sow into another artist yeah. because it's very important. We put a lot of, as an artist, you put a lot mm -hmm. of effort, time, money. And yeah. the only thing that most artists want you to do is listen. Take a yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the craft that was created so that you could be able to, to hear it and see their point of view from that song. So yeah, I want to go ahead and say thank you for thank you. coming on. Um, I really appreciate you for coming on to Anointed Radio. Las Vegas thank is number you. one. Come Gospel on, State. Vegas. And yeah. with that being said, uh, like I've told everybody, once you come on Anointed Radio, you family. And I like it. So that, I'm uh -huh. all right, it's going to play on Anointed Radio. Come on, come on. All right, it's going to go ahead and play <laughs> on there. So you'll be able to hear it 24 hours. Seven days a week, you'll like be able it. to hear artists like Mr. Dimps. We're all right. So go get it Appreciate and download it. the Anointed Radio app. We really thank you. Next time you're in Vegas, we're going to have to break bread or something. Come um, on. And just let us know, and we'll make something happen. And we right. really appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank and you. let God truly, unapologetically, mm. use you for yes, your sir. words and for your songs. All right. Amen. I appreciate you guys having me today and uh, keep shining. I had a great time with y'all. Appreciate it. Time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. All right. Amen. Bye. So now everybody, we're going to go, we're going backwards, y'all.
Bear with me. If, while we're resetting the room and getting everything all situated, go ahead and share, like, subscribe. Everybody that's go, uh, that has been here, share, like, subscribe, download the Anointed Radio app, all that good jazz. We're going to go ahead and go into Miss Brittany's game that she has for us today. And then we're going to have a little bit of Miss Boss Barbie with her updates. And um, we'll talk a little bit about a few things. And then we'll go from there. Amen. All right. Today's game is a little different. It's not this or that. Today, we decided to switch it up a little bit just because we need to switch it up. So today is a bunch yeah. of <laughs> have you ever questions, right? Yes or no. Uh, is the same. So here we go. Starting off like, have you ever broken a bone? Yes. yes. What bone? I broke my <laughs> hand in half. Oh, your hand? Yes. Oh, so well, you play. You played football. I played football. I got yeah. this. I can never touch like here anymore because it, oh, wow. it it broke here. Let me see. You can't do what? So you know how you could do this? I I would forever not be able to touch my my palm. Okay, see? I see it. See? Oh, okay. I broke that. I broke that in half. And first year of football. You broke your what? I broke my wrist. It was oh. straight like that. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> and audience, y'all could join us too. Put in the comments what y'all have ever broke if you've exactly. broken a bone. Okay. Have you ever eaten expired food on purpose? I'm gonna say I have. So I have, but I think I think it's not really expired. I grew up in the ghetto, and we used yeah. to freeze milk, and you defrost the milk. It had that weird taste, but it wasn't like spoiled. But it was frozen though, and I needed cereal, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know they put say that out there. they say you can still eat it like a couple days after the date, and if up, you freeze so. it, it's it resets the time. Okay, I don't know nothing about that. I don't that. know about that. I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know about the milk. <laughs> I've done like bread. You know. What? You ate moldy bread? No, no, no. Let me explain. <laughs> not molded bread. Like you said, like a few days after. It's not molded. Like oh. it's like the, you can use it for toast. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> <laughs> not a, moldy bread. It's a hard no for me. <laughs> Man, I, I'm gonna get Boss Barbie right now. You said it's a no. Yeah. Check the check the dates of all your seasonings in your cabinet right exactly. now. Exactly. Okay. Stop. Yeah. It. yeah. I am not the only one about the bread. All right. All right. <laughs> Put in the comments a few days after the bread is still soft. Stop. You're not gonna do me with the meal, dude. The mold. <laughs> Have you ever stopped a crush? Stocked. Like stocking. Oh, stalk, stalk the crush. Like, like a crush. Yeah. Instagram yeah. is stalking at some type. Yeah, Snapchat is even better at stalking because that's all they're doing is watching people's locations and showing them on the map. I'm telling you, get rid of Snapchat. They're following you. Have you ever showed up at your crush? Like you knew your crush is gonna be somewhere, and that's the only reason you went. So you kind of showed up. No. No. Okay. I've yeah. never did that. Yeah. That's yeah. real. That's e not e weird. E it's e a public e place. It's a public <laughs> place. <laughs> I rode with a friend to go see okay. her. Anyway, okay. Have you ever snuck out the house? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I've never been bold enough to do that. Oh. 
<sighs> it's the thrill. It's the thrill of doing. No, it wasn't the thrill. I just needed to get where I was going. <laughs> no, I wasn't yep. that bold when I was young. Um, have you ever been stuck on a theme park ride or a carnival ride or anything like that? Yes. Oh my it was God. a Ferris wheel. Yep, at the top. And I freaked out the at whole the time, top. and my aunt had to like rock me. I mean, that's how much because I was already scary. I'm still scary of a lot of rides. And it took courage to get on the Ferris wheel because I didn't think it was going to be bad. And then for it to just stop and us just sit up there. I was like, yeah, you marked me for life. I'm good off rides. Well, for my East Coast people, y'all are very familiar with Cedar Point and the dragster and how that's a ride based off momentum. So it's like a simulation of a drag race and it goes 500 however feet in the air and the momentum is supposed to carry over the the rest of the hump to get you back down well we got stuck the, we didn't have enough momentum mm -hmm. and so we had to we didn't rock everybody was scared to rock I was just up there about to pass out I mean I don't even, I don't even remember how we got down like <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I'll hungry. have to ask this boss Barbie because you're from Detroit right mm-hmm have you went down that slide that everybody's falling down? Okay, back in the day when it was safe, yes. This new slide, this new and improved, no. I People would never are, get on there. Are, are, are... <laughs> Bamming their heads, tumbling down the slide. One, one of my friends actually was in the hospital after going down that slide. Like, but he he was laughing about it. He was good. I mean, he you know had a concussion and stuff or whatever. But he's good. Wow. Like, I mean, you just wow. gotta kind of do it. You know, the way you said he had a concussion, had a concussion. or whatever. Was, yeah, no. Good. I mean, Tua came back. He's about to be playing this weekend after having a concussion. So you know, it's, we'll obviously they're not that bad these days, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Have you ever been trapped in an elevator? Yes. Oh my God, that's the scariest thing ever. The no, door was open. I'm scared of it though. The door was open. I could see everybody trying to grab me out. Like, nah, nah. At least the door was open. At least it wasn't like closed on you. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's. Nah. I ha it hasn't happened to me, but that is like a. I pray every single time before I get on the elevator, I can do it. Mm -hmm. I'm a little claustrophobic, low key. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Have you ever looked through someone's phone without permission? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. You nah. look for stuff, you find stuff. That's what really? they say, but they don't stop nobody. <laughs> That's what I look for. For generations. Like, yeah, if you look for something, you're going to find something, you're going to make yourself matter. You'd be like, Hmm. Okay. Well, I want to be mad today. And you know what I, mean? <laughs> I looked to confirm my suspicion. This is like years ago. College days. Yes, I did. All right. More like his, his Facebook. He left it open. So you wanted me to find it. Oh. Hey, I throw it back. The uh, people leaving their aims open. You'd be like, oh. So we over here aiming people now. We, okay. we in chat rooms now. <laughs> oh, because I ain't got no sidekick. You thought I couldn't find your aim. There's a computer. Uh, let's see. Two more, and then I'm be right. done. Have you ever, I feel like I have. Have you ever taken outside food or drinks into the movie theater? 
Absolutely. Uh, what black person don't? Tupperware. Exactly. Tupperware. Full. Full meal. We have full meals. Thank you, Pastor Jay. Gossip. Full meals. Man, man, I'll go in there with some gumbo and be eating with the chicken. Everything. <laughs> I, I've had KFC in the movie theaters. Full KFC up in there. Just. <laughs> and I, I didn't think the movie. For me and my son when he was younger, Chick-fil-A, we used to sneak Chick-fil-A in there all the time. And I don't know how they didn't get it. I used to love, love when you go with that auntie or that lady with the big old purse because she could carry everything, that cousin. You'd be like, hey, hey, I got these snacks. Put them in there. You got a box of food snacks from Costco to chilling. Yes. Always have to bring my own everything to the movies because you already paying $20 just to be there. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. So this is a struggle. I don't know why this experience came back in my head. I remember my cousin found a large popcorn, uh, the tub. When it got a refill, and went to the bathroom and washed it out, and then got it refilled. I can see it. Free popcorn. I can see it. A struggle when you're a kid and they drop you off at eight o'clock at the movie theaters and don't pick you up before. <laughs> yeah, you gotta eat somehow. Yeah, don't judge me. I heard somebody judging my youth experience. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Last one. All right. Okay. I'm gonna try. I hope I worded this right, but have you ever <laughs> refused to go down when the pastor was trying to take you down in Facts. prayer? We fight. <laughs> Don't push me. Facts. I felt nothing but your breath. Do not push me down. Actually, I did it. I'm saying that. Bishop Eddie Long did that to me. And I said, nope. Nope. I'm not going down. I'm not going down. He was like, and he was pushing too. And he had the deacons hold me. I'm like, bro. He said, let it loose. I said, I'm confused on why you pushing me. I'm thinking I'm supposed to feel nothing. It's like, have you ever saw, what was that movie when they was like thinking something was going to happen? So they closed their eyes and then they opened and they're like, there's nothing happening. Like I had that effect. Mm-hmm. And I'm in front of the church. I'm like, now nah, I feel embarrassed. Like, should I just lay down? Should I, like, fake you know, people, should I fake it? Because <laughs> like, I got all these people in the crowd looking at me thinking I got some type of demon. And then what's mm-hmm. next? Gonna bring the paper towel out, say, you're frothing from the mouth. No, you spitting on me. <laughs> I don't understand why you're trying to push. Yeah, that was a very triggering moment. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> yeah, if it's not the spirit, don't go down. Exactly. You could get prayed on. But there's some people out there that are WWE and people in the pew. <laughs> ah, get down. And you fighting. He's like, let, let me stop. So <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to explain this to me. Because is it the Holy Spirit that's supposed to take over you to make you go down? Or are you going down because the weight is lifted off of you? Like, Because I've never, obviously, it's never happened to me. Cause so The only I don't time know. I've ever felt that. And he and I've ever went down on, and it wasn't because of the preacher. I felt the spirit, and it was heavy. Like I was mm. just like, "Whoa!" Like you know, have you ever been disoriented? Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. Oh, okay. And he didn't even touch me. He was just going here, and he was praying for me. And I was going through so much. I think I just came out of my car accident, and I was just overjoyed that I was alive, and I was still dealing with um, not accepting God fully. I still was on the fence. I was running from my calling to preach. I was running just to, cause at the time in that time of my life, I just wanted to sing for money. 
I'm gonna be real. There's a lot of singers, especially because we just won the little How Sweet the Sound. I'm looking at the little metal now, and we won How Sweet the Sound. So we was getting paid to go to Comcast and all that. And I was 19 years old getting paid to start choirs and direct. So God got on me, and He really was like, "Nah, I need to accept this calling." That's why I kept you, and it was heavy. Like me, it was between tears and snot <laughs> like they put a blanket on me because I was ugly during that on the floor <laughs> wrestling with God so it was just kind of like that's how it, it it was for me but everybody's unique on how it is but is there let's be honest is there people really out there pushing facts yes facts yes straight facts yes. you can't get pushed in virtual church and I'm just playing stop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, I'm back. All the sillies are out. Thank you, Miss Brittany, for that last. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to know because I have, I, they have tried to force me. It was like a line of us. It was me and my best friend in college. It was a line of people, and I mean, everybody was going down, going down, going down. And I looked at my best friend. And I was like, "You think you're going down today?" <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was like no and I'm like I don't think I'm going down either and he came and it's like they they give you that extra little and I'm just standing there like I don't feel nothing like I'm not I'm not going down it's like stop trying to force me to go down it's not happening and we were the only two people standing up you looked down everybody else was on the floor and I mean it was a line of people but we were the only two standing and that shows you something because a lot of people are scared to be on their own or to stand out and it makes you sit here and be like, did you really receive it? Yeah. Or did you just do it so that people don't look at you different so you could fit in? Because that's a problem in church, too, where a lot of people are really not receiving it for themselves or actually being honest with themselves. So that by the time it comes to tests and trials, you ain't got the tools, really, because you ain't really got taught what to deal with when you by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in a, a group setting, you know, to follow the leader. OK, that's. That seems very, you know, very easy. But when it comes to you on your own standing on your own, like I've I've seen this a lot. I don't know why I did did uh, in the last time we were doing Bible trivia. I felt like, oh, my God, I'm not going to know it. But I read my Bible. There's a lot of people that get intimidated by things that they should know on their own. Like, man, you, you've been in it. You've been in the game. You've been understanding how, how it is with dealing with, with demons, dealing with tests, dealing with trials, dealing with people, because that's a whole different situation. And it's just kind of like, be you. Be unapologetically you. That's my word today, unapologetically. I keep, yeah, keep yeah. tongue-tied with it. Because I feel like sometimes we try to be everybody else. Because we don't we don't want to stand out, but God made you you for a reason. That mm-hmm. saved somebody. I had to say that for a reason. I don't know where that came from, but Amen. amen. So we gonna go into sports. We ain't had sports in so long because Miss Boss Barbie had a sabbatical. Um, she was gone. She just been been around the world and I yah yah. So yeah. now she's back. <laughs> we can finally get some sports updates hey. and. I'm going to put this out publicly. UNLV football said Uh we can't cover them because we are a music platform. If that makes sense, put in the comments. We covered (laughs) the Aces, the Raiders, the Knights, but we can't cover UNLV Rebel football. They didn't think that we were relevant to do that. 
ain't that something? I just put that put in the comments if it makes sense because I'm I'm kind of I, I was not going to talk about it, but you shouldn't have talked to somebody that has a platform. Um, <laughs> say, I, you know, I got encouraged, but not too encouraged because I'm like Kanye saying what he wants to say on on his platform without filter. I'm gonna say without a filter. I don't believe that it it makes sense that UNLV denied us to go and represent the college football program and as me being a high school coach for football i felt some type of way but that's a whole different story go ahead with the sports miss boss barbie hey y'all so since we talking about unlv football we just gonna talk about how they getting their butts whooped by notre dame right now it's because uh, we're not covering them that's why <laughs> anointing is not at unlv football because we're not covering them because they thought we was irrelevant but that's hey, another story. i digress. I, I'm, i'ma just say it's true because when we pull up the team's winning. They win the championships in our presence and everything. So, you know, I, I ain't going to say it's it's us, but we we carry we carry something with us. So, you know, the, the UNLV football, y'all need to get with the program because the Lady Rebels definitely won us at their games. So, like I was saying, you know, UNLV football, they losing right now to Notre Dame 30-7. Uh, to 7. And um, they're four and three on the season. You know, everybody was hyped at first because we won like our first two, three games and everything. But, you know, now they're kind of looking like the same football team that they once were. But we still have high hopes, you know, that we could possibly make it to a bowl game this year because that's always the ultimate goal to make it to one of the 60 bowl games that's out there. Or at least come to our (laughs) own bowl game and not have other people playing in our own Las Vegas bowl. Come on. I mean, it only makes sense, you know? So uh, since we're talking about the Rebels, just move on to the Lady Rebels. Uh, They got some sad news today uh, that their winningest coach in history, Jim Bola, has passed away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just sent prayers out to his family and friends and the organization. Uh, You know, they, they all have very high things to say about this man and you know, it, the the program is definitely feeling this one deep, you know, with this loss. Um, but, you know, uh, they're getting ready for their season, this upcoming season, their preseason number one um, in the Mountain West. Um, they're hosting the carnival um, on October 29th. So if you want to bring the family out, if you ain't got nothing to do on a Saturday night, pull up to the preseason carnival they'll be giving out uh some rebel jerseys actually uh to like the first 1000 fans that pull up so make sure you guys come out and support the defending western conference champions and your preseason number 1 champions the UNLV Lady Rebels. Uh, shout out to UNLV. We still on UNLV because they got a lot going on right now. The volleyball coach just notched her 100. And I should just be like, since they, we don't, we can't go. We shouldn't talk about them. We'll go talk about the people. But that's not Christian like because Christian people <laughs> listen to sports. But let's keep right. our principles and, and, as and Christians as just, sports people. And just because the football team ain't showing us no love, we can't get we can't do that to the rest of the organization because they they show love to us and they want us there. Uh, the foot the volleyball team just defeated the number one team in the conference uh, to give their coach her 100th win. And you know they have a game today playing against our in state rivals uh, in Reno. 
Reno. So if you guys are in Reno or want to see some volleyball today, make sure y'all check out the UNLV Lady Rebels because now they are number one in the Mountain West. So, yeah, check them out. Uh, if you do not follow me on Twitter or Facebook, you do not know, but I went to my very first hockey game the other day <laughs> and I got to cover the Las Vegas Knights. Of course, of course it was them, you know, and it's, it's only fitting that this is my second year doing sports broadcasting and everything. And now I'm going to hockey games and I mean, we were sitting center ice sitting up there in the press box getting the full experience we got the love from the the they, they call it uh oh what do they call it um i can't even remember what they call called the the fortress that's what they call it the fortress we got all types of love from the fortress um it, it was nice they they made sure i had plenty of snacks <laughs> you know uh i learned some things about the game shout out to jack attack aka jack Eccles, Eccles, I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, he scored my first two goals I ever witnessed, you know, live in hockey. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was pretty cool. Uh, the press conference is actually different with the hockey team. We actually get to go inside the locker room and mm -hmm. talk to the players and smell how funky they are <laughs> after the game. Because that's all I remember. <laughs> but it was lit, you know, being inside of a National Hockey League team's locker room and seeing, you know, how they're treated and how they come out and everything, the behind the scenes. It was dope, you know. So, you know, shout out to them. They got the dub. Uh, they are currently 3-1 and one or 4-1 and one on the season right now. Uh, they could be 4-0, four, four and oh, but, you know, they dropped the game that they made sure they got vengeance for against Winnipeg. So, you know, shout out to the Knights, and uh, I can't wait to come back to another game. That was it was it was lit. I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, talking about Pastor Jay's favorite team, I don't know if they still his favorite team because they won in four and fourth place in Hold the NFC. I'll Ooh. turn the music off on that. <laughs> I'll simply say Raiders. I will I will anthem that. I'm actually talking about getting some tickets for tomorrow, but yeah, go ahead. Paul yeah, Paul. they tomorrow they play the Texans, which is another team with only one win on the season. So somebody got to get a win, okay? And we just hope that it's our beloved Raiders because we didn't spend so much money this off season to put together a team that has championship aspirations. So they just haven't not played to that level yet, but it's still very early in the season. They have plenty of time to turn it around so make sure you guys check out the game tomorrow the game comes on at 105 p.m our time uh what is that pacific yes 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 no yeah okay cool i just wanted to make sure i was saying it right <laughs> but uh yeah so um and last but not least y'all know the aces our champions that our beloved champions they are still getting mad love around the city they are on a championship tour we got Raquana Williams in getting inducted into the hall of fame for in uh at the Miami University at the U 
They didn't put her in the Hall of Fame. She got her flowers. Chelsea Gray was at the hockey game the other day when I was there. The crowd went nuts when they announced that she was there. Uh, she's actually been doing some appearances around the city. Uh, today, it already passed because we only come on at 1 o'clock. But if you had followed me on Twitter, you would have saw that Kelsey Plum was at Dick's today uh, from 11 to 1. You know, signing autographs, doing meet and greets and everything. So make sure y'all following me on Twitter and Instagram because they are showing up to Dick Sporting Goods. Um, this is actually Kelsey Plum's second meet and greet. She was actually doing a meet and greet earlier this month at the Toyota um, car dealership where the line was wrapped all the way into the street. You know, and Chelsea Gray went to the same Dick Sporting Goods at the Fashion Show Mall just last week and shut it down. So y'all know Plum Dog about to sh probably shut it down today. I'm I'm waiting to see all the videos and stuff from that. And um. Just make sure y'all stay tuned, man. They, like I said, they on their victory tour, you know. Arab, and they, they won the gold medal. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, and Asia Wilson was a part of the World Cup team this year. As soon as they finished winning the WNBA championship, they hopped on the jet and went and won a go another gold medal. So just shout out to those ladies, man. They've been holding it down. They setting the standard for what this city is going to be, which is a sports mecca, the new sports mecca capital. And uh, yeah, we're we going to bring some championships out here, okay? So make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all following me because y'all know I got everything. So the question is, seeing it live, are you now a hockey fan? You know what? I am. <laughs> I, and and I, it, they didn't even get into a fight. And that's, that's, that says a lot because I, I, I go on record saying this. Hockey players have my respect. They are one of the most skilled athletes that I've ever seen. To be able to skate, that fast, backwards, forward, sideways, stop on the dime, chasing this little puck that I can't see from where I'm at. Like, you know, that takes a lot of skills. And, you know, they're they're actually very physical, too. Like, I mean, they're getting slammed and pushed up against the walls and everything. I saw a live puck fly into the crowd. I mean, this is a, a crazy, dangerous sport, but they love it. And the best hockey players will tell you, you will leave your career without some teeth. <laughs> you know? So, and I'm, I can see it. I can see why. Mm -hmm. I definitely see why. So, yeah, they definitely earned my respect. They definitely got my attention. You know, I, I just love it. it. It's actually something better to watch in person than it yeah. is on TV. And for people out here in Las Vegas, y'all need to go to a game because we put on the show, the nighttime show that they do with the real knight in armor that comes out there. <laughs> that is that is dope. You know, they got the knight helmet that they come out of. That's dope. They got all the graphics on the ice. Dope. They passing out free tacos. You mm. know, I mean, it's just an experience that you can only get here in Las Vegas. So make sure y'all check it out because I ain't telling y'all everything. <laughs> Follow her on Twitter. And shout out to the Golden Knights. Let's let's get a Stanley Cup, y'all. Y'all the next yeah. one. Let's get a Stanley Cup and bring that to Vegas. And um, <clears throat> with that being said, y'all, uh, Boss Barbie, I believe you have one more announcement. And then we're going to go I ahead do. and close out. 
I do. So you guys hear me talking a lot about my nonprofit organization, Check Rock. And when I say that we are building an army, uh, just this week alone, we've reached over 200 people uh, based off the situation that we're dealing with here in Las Vegas with our very own Shakita Andrews, her son, who is six years old in elementary uh, in kindergarten. You know, he was attacked um, at school the other day by a number of kids in front of staff and students and everything. It's all on camera and everything, and nobody did anything. His clothes was cut, cut up. He was wounded and cut as well. And, I mean, not even to mention the mental effect that it has probably done to him. You know, this this happening to him at such a young age. Um, I am rallying people mm -hmm. to come with us next week on the 27th at 5 o'clock. We are going to the CCSD school board meeting to talk to the trustees of uh, accounting and funding for the whole entire school district to get check rock in our schools here. And we, I mean, we have to start somewhere. So we want CCSD to be the first to get us in schools and then we'll spread our wings and get to everybody else. Um, even just today, I was contacted by a lawyer uh, in California that has uh, provided his services for free to another student who was just attacked at school last week um, at Arville High School in California. Uh, he's a special needs kid, and um, a bunch of kids came to school with clippers and cut patches in his head while mm -hmm. others just stood around, recorded, and watched, and staff members did nothing either to stop this. So, um, I had some update on that situation. A couple staff members have been put on leave um, pending an investigation by the police. The students have been identified and dis pending discipline that disciplinary action. Um, so as you guys can see, this bullying thing is a real problem in our schools. And if we don't do something to stop it now, they just going to grow up and be adult bullies and that and we all deal with bullies as adults as well so you know check rock is not only just for the kids but we for the adults as well we just need everybody to come in and do whatever do their part use their voice nobody's voice or platform is too small to speak on the issues of bullying and mental health and when i say i was in my own mental health uh, depression and everything but as soon as I heard word of what happened to Shakita's son I snapped right out of it and got to work to, you know because that no nobody deserves that Shakita's family does not deserve that that the the kid in in California um I don't I, I haven't met or talked to his family yet so I don't know anything about what his name is or anything but you know I'm I'm still fighting for him right now, you know, so I'm fighting for everybody. Y'all remember last year, Joshua out there in Oklahoma, he was attacked and I got his family help as well. You know, I still talk to his mom and everything. He's doing great, you know, and just off the support that Check Rock have helped people get you know, and, and speak on his situation. So I just know that the same thing is going to happen for Shakita and her family. And the same thing is going to happen for the young man out there in California. And 
we we going all over wherever wherever we are needed we are there so if your kid is in school being bullied or something please reach out to me because i don't care where you are i will come to you everybody know i work for spirit i fly free i will make that trip i will make that trip because this is a very important issue and i just think that it just continues to get swept under the rug depending on what school is at, and and that's exactly what's happening here in Las Vegas. The school swept the situation under the rug, but they didn't know who they was messing with, and we not sh- we not letting nothing slide. We not letting nothing slide, especially when you come for one of ours. So, yeah, ma'am. If y'all want more information, make sure y'all tap in with me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Reach out in the comments of this show right now. I'm. I'm I'm looking. I'm ready. I I will. We need all the help we can get. As parents here in CCSD, where we pay taxes in our kids there, we need to be more active in in the school district. They feel to the point where there is no body checking. I've been to school board meetings. I ran for school board and I've seen a handful of teachers and a lot of political advocates it's very seldom I see a lot of parents and we got to change that because we have to be able to show that our voices are here. And I challenge every parent, you need to at least go to a school board meeting and be able to hold your trustee accountable because you have to show that you care about your kids well-being or they'll keep doing what they want to do. We already been having a superintendent that's been here that blatantly showed that his his finances and his personal gain is more important than our kids' education. That will change by our parents coming out and showing that we're not going to let this happen. We're not going to let our kids be in unsafe areas. We're not going to let our kids sit and and get the bare minimum of, of schooling and not get the tutoring or the intervention or the help. There's a lot of kids that's struggling because they're not getting help from the places that we're paying. It's like they don't want us to take our kids out and put them in private schools, but they don't want our kids to learn either. We need to figure it out. Parents, I'm, I'm talking to parents. I'm not even being political right now. I'm telling you as your baby, your child, your child's education depends on you and your in, uh, interactions. So go to the school board, write to the teacher, know who your principals are, know who who's over your kids because if you can't go up to them they're not going to sh- care i'm I'm gonna just keep it 100 there's there's a lot of teachers that are in the moment where we'd hardly even have enough teachers here in ccsd to actually even hire and <laughs> funding we don't even know where that goes so with the with that being said it's time for the parents to rise up and to actually be involved and seeing what they can do to make a difference so that their kids can get the most education that they can as a parent, because you don't have to be in the politics. You don't got to be on the school board to be a parent and be involved to make sure that your child gets the best quality education that they can. Absolutely. And the, the, the part that I want to follow up with that too, Pastor Jay is we, these schools are blankly allowing people that are predators to just go into the school 
and do whatever to our kids to, to, to well I don't have kids y'all know I ain't got kids but you know to to the the children of our community you know we we see every day a sexual assault case we see you know a, a physical assault we see you know teachers turning the blind eye when bullying cases are happening like or contributing to the bullying like I mean this is just crazy like the things that are being allowed to happen inside our schools and all because the parents aren't making enough hoorah about it you know and as long as the parents aren't saying nothing this is the type of stuff that will continue to happen but I mean here at anointing radio we gonna keep we gonna keep advocating and we gonna keep fighting for sure and and, and we're just gonna simply say we can't be reactive we need to be proactive before it gets worse before yes. we all are saying we're giving out prayers we need to check the situation before the situation can even happen before because, it gets personal because when it gets personal it's too late mm-hmm. it's, it's time to speak up speak out and make sure that kids have a safe place that we pay for because i don't know why people keep missing that part we paying public schools so that they can give a good quality education to our kids that we're zoned for. You have a point and a voice to say how things should go, parents. You you should not feel hopeless. You should not feel like you can't say nothing because you are paying. Even if you don't see it personally, it's not coming directly out of your Chase, Wells Fargo, whatever account. You're paying for your kids' education. And... You have a voice. You and your voice matters. So anybody out there, go out and and really go check on CCSD. Challenge CCSD. CCSD has been the fifth largest school district around, and it has fallen to the bottom ranks for years. I've been here for going on nine years now, and I have not seen it pass 57. That's That's sad. But we put all this and work and all this money's going to a superintendent, but nothing's going to books or tutors or tutoring programs and, and getting people to learn the basic of arithmetic and English, the things that they need. <sighs> so much to yeah. to go about it. But I just want you guys to definitely check in if you're a parent, school board meetings, teacher meetings. Let your face be known. Mm-hmm. The teacher should not go throughout the whole school year without knowing what you look like or what you what you are about. You need to be in front of that class. The principal needs to know who you are, because I've seen the difference of how a teacher would treat a kid that's parent is not active compared mm-hmm. to a parent that is active. So Absolutely. it's time to be involved. Absolutely. So check out Boss Barbie. Check Rock organization. Yes. Get updates about it. Y'all know I always talk about it. I just don't like getting too political on it because then people get all crazy. So make sure that you get involved, get involved in your community. Make sure you're involved in your kids' education because their education determines on where they go in life. So it's important. With that being said, it's about that time. And if with it's about that time, November 5th, coming soon, Anointed Radio is going to roku y'all we're gonna go to roku we're gonna go to fire tv we're gonna go to apple tv we're gonna be on all that stuff we're gonna have christian movies radio shows everything where you could just on the click of a button like hulu bam and see anointed radio so with that being said if you're a christian filmmaker 
if you're a Christian show that want to be on the network for the TV or even on the radio platform, email us at lvanointedradio at gmail.com. Another thing that I want you guys to know is that if you came in late for this show, it's okay. You can go ahead and go to our website and you can see it on YouTube because it'll be on the top right corner of our website, the YouTube of the latest episode. Or you can go to our podcast platform because we're on everything but title because we don't want to be on title no more. So I've been saying that for too long. I don't care about being on title, but we're on all podcast platforms. Um, except title, just put that out there just in case if you look and you don't see us there. And we just were added on to Amazon Music and Audible as a podcast platform. So definitely go check this out um, on all podcast platforms. Follow us, rate us, give us a five star rating, share with your friends. Um, follow us at LV Anointed Radio on um, all social media platforms. You can donate to the Cash App, Anointed Radio Network, dollar sign, Anointed Radio Network. And our app is updating. Yes, Anointed Radio app 2.0 is coming. You'll be able to get to the podcast, to the link tree, to the Facebook, to the Instagram, all on one app. It's involving. It's, it's, you'll be able to listen to music and do many, many more. So make sure that you download the Anointed Radio app so when the update comes through, you are ahead of the game. And with that being said, all I could say in, in the roundabout while everybody's still here, I'm going to just do a roundabout for everybody to say their last goodbyes and like a nice little thing to say is um, keep living and you'll understand. That'll be my 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 bye to you guys. Miss Brittany, what would you say to the people as we leave? My thing to say, obviously, what I said earlier is to trust God. If God be who you say he be, trust him. Amen. Hey, I say speak up before it happens to you you got you don't let it get too personal don't let it be your kid before you decide you want to step up and say something and reach out for check rocks help everybody needs our help right now so let's go amen bye y'all bye bye y'all bye bye everybody bye